The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. In this special episode of ETF Battles, we reflect on Season 2 from 2021, and we look ahead to key investing trends for 2022 All of that right after this. I'm Ron DeLegge. Welcome to this special episode of ETF Battles. And let me just start by thanking you, our fans, that have made this program possible. I wish I could list all of you on a single page, but you're far too glorious for a single page to behold. You have answered the call by giving us your ETF battle requests week in and week out, and we appreciate the awesome matchup requests. And you know what? I'm looking forward to some rematches. How about that? Rematches of ETFs that may have won the battle in 2021, but will they be good enough to win the battle in 2022? Well, I guess we're just going to have to find out when Season 3 comes around in 2022. Now, if you miss Season 2... I've got links to the entire playlist of every single battle that we did in 2021. And boy, did we have some good ones. So feel free to binge watch season two. Again, link, links are provided below in the description section. 2021 was really an instrumental year for ETF battles. We accomplished so much. We launched the ETF Battles podcast with global distribution on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, along with Google Play. Podcast links are provided in the description section below this video. Those of you listening on podcast, be sure to check out this video series at YouTube. So don't don't forget to do that. We also added some new judges to our already stacked lineup. We added Dan Weiskopf with Toroso Investments and Jessica Ferringer with ETF.com. Both of them joined the show, and we sure appreciated their timely analysis. We also added an online store with branded gear like T-shirts and coffee mugs and hoodies. Check out the link to our store. It's provided below this video. More than half of all ETF battles that we did in 2021 were triple and quadruple headers, a true testament to just how many ETFs there are. The number of funds keeps growing and growing. Our most heavily watched episode was on June 7th. It was a dividend ETF triple header between Schwab, iShares, and Vanguard. That episode got over 27,000 views and almost 1,000 likes. And if you missed it, I've got the link to that particular episode in the description section below. Check it out. And keep your ETF battle requests coming. Give us your ticker symbols in the comment section below, or you can find us on Twitter 
at ETF Guide. Now, I had a chance to catch up with some of our judges. These are the best analytical minds in the ETF marketplace, bar none. And I asked them about their favorite 2021 moments from ETF battles and what they see ahead in financial markets for 2022. And here's what they had to say. Well, season two of ETF Battles is over. Now, before we look ahead to season three, let's give our judges an opportunity to tell us how they enjoyed season two. And we've got with us Todd Rosenbluth, one of our judges. He's with CFRA Research. And uh, Todd is a a fan favorite uh, for many of our viewers. So, Todd, any favorite moments or memorable matchups from season two of ETF Battles that really jump out at you? Well, I think my favorite one uh, was an online retail-related ETF battle that we did. Uh, one, it's it's the right time of year for it as we're heading into where you and I are talking, heading into Thanksgiving and heading into the shopping season. It was also the first time that I actually met face to face Jessica Ferringer of ETF.com, uh, who was who joined and is a is someone who's writing some great content at ETF.com. I actually thought we were doing a battle with Cynthia Murphy, who I we did a different battle with with you, and they swapped uh, what that was. So I was unprepared for Jessica's style. She brought a lot of energy to it and, and, and some great analysis. So I thought that was a great addition to the overall team of judges that we've had here. And it's just also a great opportunity for me as an ETF analyst to be able to share uh, my views side by side or head to head with, with others. So you and I just recorded one with Mike Aitkins. Uh, I've done things with, with uh, Eric Balchunas and Dave Nadig and John Davi. These are all people that I respect in the ETF space. And it's a chance for me to be able to put my ETF analytical chops against theirs. I like it when we agree. I also like it when we disagree. That just gives hopefully the audience as well as I learn something too each time I hear what their views are, particularly related to exposure and the mystery categories, which are not as cut and dry as, as costs and performance. So looking ahead to 2022, what big trends or ETF themes do you see coming? Well, we've got more active managers that are coming. So we've recorded a number of battles uh, in the last couple of months uh, that I've been a part of and I know you've been doing that include actively managed ETFs. We've got Capital Group, the firm behind American Funds that is likely to launch their first products at the end of the first quarter of 2022. They are a heavyweight within the active mutual fund world. They bring a lot of expertise. I think they're going to shake up the space. I think we're seeing some new things that are interesting and compelling from Franklin Templeton. We've got JP Morgan that's launched some actively managed ETFs that are gaining traction. These are just firms that have the expertise within that have proven it in the mutual fund world. And now investors are going to have access to that through the benefits of an ETF the liquidity, the cost, the tax efficiency, and that's going to make some great conversations and battles, I think, on ETF battle. Well, I agree 100% with you. We're going to start to see more actively managed ETFs in future ETF battle contests, and that's something I think we're all looking forward to. I have personally enjoyed, Todd, the camaraderie with you and uh, hearing your excellent on-point analysis, always very timely, always very well articulated, and to look forward to having you on season three. And in the meantime, uh, keep up the good work, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, Ron, and happy holidays to you in the audience. Thank you. Well, season two of ETF Battles is over, but want to give our judges an opportunity to give us their overall take on how it went. So we've got with us Eric Balchunas with Bloomberg, one of our trusted, trusted judges. 
And it's been a great time that we've had together, Eric. We've enjoyed having you on the program. So any specific uh, episodes or battle matchups that jump out at you from season two? Uh, well, I remember debating. Uh, it's probably, I mean, it might, the, I, I believe this is from season two. Mike and I uh, debated um, Buzz and GVIP. Yes, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, and, and that was, uh, I think, useful because there's definitely people who need to know about those. I think those are those are ones that some people get a little, uh, you know, confused about because it's a lot of marketing going on over there. Um, and then I believe there was one where we did um, G- GBTC versus Bitto. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was another one. That was with Dave Natig. I remember that one. That's another very practical question that I have got a lot this year. And um, I thought I thought those two were, were really good. And I like seeing Todd Rosenbluth on there um, as well as Dave. And really, I think the format is just is pretty brilliant because – you know, someone explained to you how how the ETF works. Usually, they're trying to pitch you. Whereas, if you get two people who aren't from the issuers, basically battling it out, uh, it really uncovers all the things you need to know to make a pretty good investment decision. Um, and so, this is a great format to get all of that out there. And so, I I, uh, I you know appreciate what you're doing. I tried to do something similar on Bloomberg TV back when I did ETF IQ. I was going to have the issuers battle, but they won't do it. Um, they're just a little nervous about, uh, you know, I, I wanted to get like the uh, two robotics people uh, to, to do that. But they're just a little too skittish. They got compliance departments. So you were smart to actually employ the analysts who are more free. Uh, they study this stuff. It's just a brilliant concept. Thank you very much. And I, I got to give it to you, too. Kudos to you for the ETF Master Chef which is a fantastic concept. I don't know where that's at. I know this was, you did a pilot, I believe this year. So hopefully we'll, we'll see, you know, more of that. I like, I like the creative edge that that show has. And I'm still waiting for my apron too, by the way. (laughs) Um, Uh, Hopefully if they give us some budget, I will definitely get some aprons going, but yeah, hopefully we're going to have another season of that. Um, We'll, we'll see. Um, But yeah, that's a good show. That one's a little easier to get people to do because it's them talking about their portfolios. Um, but yeah, anything with conflict is, is just it's hard to get mainstream media to and and guests to buy into it. Uh, so, but I think there should be more debate uh, in financial TV and, and media in general. One final thing, Eric, before you take off, uh, looking ahead to 2022, what do you see in stock for the ETF marketplace? What are some big things that you're watching for? Yeah, so our big theme this year is that ETFs are transcending the passive label uh, officially. I think uh, the, the more they expand the tent and take in active, take in uh, stuff that uses derivatives that sculpts targeted outcomes, um, take in themes, however wild and crazy they are. Um, sometimes they're uh, you know six, seven years ahead of their time. Uh, the, the bigger the tent gets, the better for the industry. And I think that's our main theme. And that's where I think a lot of the flows came from. Because beta won't work forever, and but the fact is, these ETFs have so many things that you can use uh, to to either hedge beta, uh, add on to beta, uh, go the other direction, and that's why the ETF industry will keep growing. Is because they're they're widening the tent way outside of beta. That said, some people think that it's getting too crazy, uh, but we're generally fans of that. We think uh, 
the experimentation innovation uh, of ETFs. And the more stuff you can put into it, the better. And obviously with digital coming, digital assets, that will be, I think, a next major growth leg. Uh, we're calling that like sort of the 5.0 phase of the ETF industry, which will play out in the next like five years. Well, I agree with you. And, and thank you so much, Eric, for being part of the show. And also, uh, we look forward to catching up with you in 2022 for season three. I can't wait, Ron. Um, have, a, have a nice uh, holiday season and, and good New Year. Thank you. Season two of ETF Battles is over. Before we look ahead to season three, let's give our judges an opportunity to tell us how they enjoyed this past season. Uh, so we've got with us Jessica Farringer at ETF.com. And Jessica is one of our newer judges. She joined the roster earlier this year, and it's been an absolute blast having her with us. So Jessica, I want to ask you, any favorite moments or memorable matchups from season two of ETF Battles? Yeah, you know, so it's really hard to choose just one. But if I had to pick a favorite, it would probably probably be the e-commerce ETF battle that I did with Todd Rosenbluth. You know, that was the very first time I got to be a judge on here. So it's definitely the most memorable for me personally. But I have so much fun every time I'm on here. And it's really just an honor to be included. Yeah, well, we enjoyed that particular episode. And it, 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 that was a memorable one. And of course, you know, the growth of e-commerce. I mean, that, that particular episode is going to stick for a while just because we're surrounded by it. And that's that's not an investment theme that's going to go away anytime soon. But looking ahead to 2022, what big trends or ETF themes do you see coming? Yeah, you know, I think we'll see a lot of the same themes from this year continue on. I think we'll see more active ETFs being launched. We're going to see more nuanced ESG strategies, uh, greater variety and defined outcome ETFs. But I just recently had a piece on ETF.com um, called ETFs and Innovation Go Hand in Hand. And the article outlined what I like most about the ETF industry. It's just so forward thinking. We're going to see product launches that we aren't even expecting. You know, a year ago, I didn't even know what the metaverse was. And now we have several ETFs out there that are focused specifically on that theme. I mean, you could have a metaverse ETF battle if you really wanted to. <laughs> so mostly I'm just looking forward to see what comes next. Yeah, there will be a metaverse ETF battle for sure. One of the uh, obstacles we have with that, of course, is that these funds are so new, they don't have much of a performance history just yet. But that is certainly coming. That article that Jessica's written, by the way, we've got a link in the description section below. So be sure to read that. One last thing, Jessica, you know, there's been a lot of eyes on cryptocurrencies. We saw the first Bitcoin-linked ETF here in the U.S. listed. A lot of people are asking and even demanding that there be a physical, I shouldn't even say physical, right? Because in the digital world, yeah. there is no <laughs> such thing as physical, but you know what I mean. And yeah. actually, actually physical backed where there's, there's assets behind it. It's not a derivative of a derivative of a derivative. So what are your thoughts on that? As much as I would love there to be a spot Bitcoin ETF and think that, that that would be a superior option, I think the SEC has been pretty clear that that's not going to happen. Um, so I'm pretty pessimistic on the outlook, but I, I want as much as anyone, I want that to be something that exists. We will see. We will see. And that's certainly a trend that uh, we're, we're watching. And I agree with you. We do need a spot priced cryptocurrency Tr uh, ETF, not a trust. And uh, certainly that's something that uh, we'll see if that comes down the pipeline. Things can change. Thanks again, Jessica, for joining us. And again, uh, keep up the good work. Thanks so much, Ron. 
Dave Krenzis with ETF Portfolio Management is with us. Dave, by the way, was one of the very first judges when we launched ETF Battles back in the dark ages of 2020. I brought the idea of Dave serving as a judge on this program, and he, along with Mike Akins at ETF Action, jumped at the chance to be judges, and I'm grateful to both of you, you and Mike, for participating at a very early stage in this program, really laying the foundation and groundwork for other judges to join the show so kudos to you, Dave, and to Mike uh, for, for joining us at such an early stage of the show and allowing us to experiment and be part of the process. Thank you so much for trusting me. Now, I want to focus on uh, our just completed season two of ETF Battles. What particular moments of this program from season two were your favorites? Hey, Ron. Well, thank you. Uh, this has been a blast. And uh, 2021 is almost fully in the books. So thank you for another great year of ETF battles and a big thanks to all of our judges. Nice work, everybody. And of course, Ron, I have an updated collage for you. Just some of the egregious split decisions of 2021. You are the peacekeeper, my friend. And a special thank you to all our fans for so many nice comments. We greatly appreciate your kind words. Armin wrote, he was expecting TQ banter and wasn't disappointed. And that got 15 thumbs. And Tiger said, we need a quad header, TQ, Soxel, Bitcoin, ETH, right the F now. So thank you, Tiger. That's my kind of battle. And Mary May, Ibrahim, Frederick, so many great fans. You guys are awesome. And, and P. Fiddle even invited us to come party with him in Australia. So let's do it. And, and my favorite moment of 2021 was definitely Ron's August 6th confession. I called the performance a split decision and said, we know Ron loves split decisions. And then Ron says, don't accuse me of anything. I try to stay as neutral as possible. So when ETF battles first started, Ron said he hates split decision. So he's now known as Ron Split Decision Delegi. Well, this is Wall Street. You know, we're allowed to backtrack, aren't we? And change our story. But anyway, you're, you're right. When this show first started, I did state that I did not like split decisions, but as the program evolved and has arrived to where it is now, I've, I've learned to coexist with the many split decisions we've had. And really, it, it's a testament to the varied opinions and the viewpoints of our judges. And so I think that's healthy for the show. It certainly is something I think our viewers appreciate. Now, what trends in the ETF marketplace looking ahead to 2022 are you watching for? Well, looking ahead in 2022, we see surprises, lots of surprises. Every year is always full of surprises. Last year, we said the future of investing is in top leveraged ETFs and cryptocurrency, and that's still happening. At investablebenchmarks.com, we show the incredible benefits and safety of a balanced approach with moderate leverage. Last year, we added Bitcoin, and this year, we're adding Ethereum. And the Income and Growth 2 times portfolio just had another phenomenal year. So learn more by reading the Investable Benchmarks book. The third edition is available on Amazon now. So enjoy. Thanks again, Dave. We'll see you on Season 3 of ETF Battles. Well, thank you, Ron, for making ETF Battles so much fun. And Happy New Year, everyone. Before we go, a final thanks to Direction Investments, a sponsor of ETF Battles. Be sure to check out the excellent roster of active and thematic ETFs, all the way to leveraged and inverse funds 
Go to Direction.com to learn more. I also want to thank our team behind the scenes, behind the cameras, specifically Walter and Max. I love you guys. And psychologically speaking, you're my enablers. And I'd like to thank you for throwing gas onto the fire instead of water. Season three of ETF Battles is coming in 2022. Are you ready to rumble? Because I sure hope so. I'm Ron DeLegge with ETF Guide. May good health and may prosperity be yours now and in 2022. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.